Hello, this is Foster Brown, welcoming you to another adventure on the American Road with Thomas and Becky Rapp. One of America's most unforgettable TV characters for many years was Radar O'Reilly, the company clerk for the wild and wacky 4077th Army Medical Unit in Korea on the hit series MASH. While traveling the Blue Valley Drive in Iowa, Thomas and Becky got to meet the real Radar O'Reilly, a retired college professor who recently returned to his home state of Iowa. Let's join Thomas as he introduces the real Radar O'Reilly. There's an actual real living Radar O'Reilly in Ottumwa. Now, this fellow, his name's Donald Schaefer. And he actually served with the fellow who wrote the original novel, MASH. He served with him in Korea. And I'm going to let him tell you more about uh, Mr. Hornberger, mm. pen name Richard Hooker. Um, but fascinating gentleman, has wonderful stories to tell. Don, welcome to the American Road. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be here. Can you tell us um, when exactly you met... Uh, Colonel Hornberger. Well, it would be in the 1950s. Uh, ni- actually, the latter part of 1950, we uh, left uh, Japan. We had came over by ship to partake in, uh, to participate in the uh, Inchon invasion. But uh, our hospital equipment was stolen off the docks in Yokohama, Japan. So we had to delay our our uh, uh, trip over. A further trip on over to Korea until we could resupply ourselves. And we did get resupplied and we arrived, uh, at, off in China. I think it was, a, it would be technically the third or fourth wave of the invasion, but it was, uh, a day or so later. And, uh, uh, we started up the peninsula following the first cav division and uh, we didn't know where we were going to stop. And they just finally kept going, kept going. And we ended up in Pyongyang. And so I'm pretty sure that it would be uh, that late uh, uh, fall of 1950 that uh, I would have met him the first time. Now, Don, you excuse me, you were in a what is called a MASH unit, right? No, it's no. actually an evacuation hospital. An evacuation hospital. He later okay. served in a MASH hospital. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. And you were you were company clerk at, in the unit at, right. at the I time. Right. I was company clerk and the chaplain's assistant. Just, uh, well, I, I don't think the, the fictional radar was Chaplin's assistant, but he was company clerk. He was everybody's assistant, I think. He was kind of the guy who kept everything going. And, and I know that you mentioned to me that, uh, Hornberger would sometimes write humorous scripts. Yes. And he wrote one called... Crud. Crud. K-R-U-D. K-R-U-D. Uh, which certainly sounds like a, some kind of a precursor to, to, yeah. to MASH exactly. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stood for Korean Returnee Utilization Detachment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. It's very humorous. Now, I, when, when did you, so the, you know, the, the war is over and time goes by. Did you read the original MASH novel when it first came out? No. You didn't. When no. did you realize that, um, in all probability, uh, he based the character of Radar O'Reilly on you. Well, I uh, first get, began to get suspicious when my, uh, we, we, as you will remember, I uh, moved out here back to Iowa only about three years ago. Uh-huh. And I was a college professor back east in Maryland. And my children were uh, watching, my two sons were watching television. 
uh, in one of the early TV series of it. And they came in, and uh, one of them came into my study where I was getting ready for class the next day, and he said, uh, Dad, there's a program on here that sounds a lot like your crazy war story. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I can't stop. I'm, in, I'm busy, and I can't do it, but next week I'll watch with you. And so I went, made a point of sitting down on the couch and watching it with him. About halfway through, I said, you want to know how it's going to end? And it turned out that way. Something that was else. my first clue, really. Yeah. Now, now I, I want to uh, make sure we, we mention this. Um, since you've you've kind of uh, been rediscovered as, as Radar, um, you've been doing some really wonderful things um, with with the, the attention you've been getting. Um, you work with uh, kids a lot. You have a message uh, about uh, never give up on kids. Right, exactly. Yeah, I joined the Kiwanis Club. They asked me to speak uh, very early after we got back here on the radar thing. And uh, I don't know how they found that out because, you know, I wasn't aware that people back here even knew about it. Uh, and I made the presentation, but I've insisted every time I'm asked to do that, that uh, I be allowed to uh, uh, talk about my early childhood, which was really a rough one, <laughs> and that they should never give up on, on kids because, you know, there's diamonds in the rough, uh, and you just have to be patient and, and work with them, and uh, they'll they'll surprise you. Don, this is Foster Brown. I've got to ask you a question. How much of the character of Radar O'Reilly that we see in the series was taken from you? Well, pretty much all of it, really, except I didn't have a teddy bear. <laughs> I, was, I didn't know if I was going to ask about that. <laughs> Well, I presented an army teddy bear to the local chamber of commerce a number of years ago when I brought my uh, senior citizen students out here for a 12-day uh, trip called Off the Beaten Path in the Heartland. Oh. And uh, so I did it an evening with radar at that time in the chamber of commerce. Uh, thought it was strictly fictitious. Most people still think it's all fictitious. But if you read the book, you read the foreword, uh, he will tell you that uh, these are based on people he served, knew, or heard about. Oh, I my. think that's the way he puts it. That, that's true. One of my favorite ones to point out is Hot Lips because uh, that's based on not on our chief nurse because you couldn't, you just couldn't be humorous about her. She was, <laughs> a, she was a sweet, sweet old lady, sixty some years old, oh. and uh, I'm not sure she hadn't been recalled from, uh, you know, from reserve status. I, I don't know that for sure, but. She was one of the three angels of Bataan. She participated in the Bataan Death March. She oh, was taken prisoner by the Japanese. And, of course, they were the only medical personnel that uh, saved yeah. a lot of lives yeah. on that on that death march. Wow. So who was Hot Lips? I'm dying to know. Well, she was a young uh, Indian girl, actually, uh, from North Carolina. And she was probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever <laughs> beheld. <laughs> uh -huh. But I had a picture someplace. I might find it someday. Uh, when we took a jeep uh, at her wedding, uh, my chaplain performed the service, and the guy she married was an Air Force uh, uh, general, British uh -huh. general, from Japan. She met him, I think, on R&R, &R, but I'm not sure about that. But anyway, he flew a bunch of his friends over and all the paraphernalia for a very classy wedding, and we took uh, two chairs and lashed them to the, in the trailer of my jeep and drove them around the compound. Well, we need to, to wrap up here, but I just have one last question for you. John, do you ever think about writing your own book? Yes. Uh, I actually started to write a book, which was simply a, a very simplified version of things, 
on that trip from Japan to Korea. They put us on a ship called the Herkimer. Uh, they called it the Herkimer Maru because it was under Japanese crew. Right. But it had been a naval offshore, uh, I think it built up in the Great Lakes someplace. I'm not sure of that, but it was named after a lieutenant in the Navy, a hero, Herkimer, Lieutenant Herkimer. And that is one of the most hilarious, hilarious voyages that you could ever take. Well, you've got to get it down on paper. <laughs> and come to us to publish it, okay? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Our will be first in line. All right. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let, for... let me just say real quickly that uh, the, these folks are just real fine, fine people. They were just such a pleasure to work with. And that magazine is one of the classiest I've seen in many, many years. Oh, thank you. And it's wow. also great because it let us find and meet, finally, Radar O'Reilly. Listen yeah. to Radar. Listen to Radar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for accompanying us on this journey down the American road with Thomas and Becky Rapp. Join us again soon for another adventure as we explore America's heritage byways with the editors of the American Road magazine. For Thomas and Becky Rapp, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy of the journey is in the people you meet along the way.